there in uh, the wild world. Hope you're being safe. Um, we are sanitized. We're masked. We're healthy. And uh, we, we want to welcome you guys to the 367th episode of the Off the Lip radio show, which is not on a radio, which is really ironic. Um, Should we leave it like that? We, we might not. Uh, we, we haven't talked about it. No, we're just going to leave it as a radio show, even though we're not. Yeah. We'll, 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 yeah. That's a great question. If you guys want to leave a comment about that, should we still be a radio show? I don't know. Good question. But, oh, no, by the way, we can't see your comments tonight, so don't get mad because we're on a skeleton crew. Is this technically night, even though it's day? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, uh, who knows? PM. PM. Uh, but welcome to the show, you guys. Tonight, Anthony Rufo is in here. Roof's in the house. Uh, now, Roof, Roof was Roof. our second. He's been on many times, I think. But he mm -hmm. was our he was our second guest next to Bob Pearson. He was the first guest. That's good. The good, that good, show? good start to the show. I you remember that. My memory's kind of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> it, it was at the show when I got uh, released from. Um, yeah. From mm -hmm. when I came with Gagnon. Yes, right. Officer, ex-officer Gagnon. That's true. Yeah, retired with, now. Yeah. He came with Gagnon. Yeah, that was the cool. Sheriff. Yeah, that was cool. I was fresh out of the. Uh, County uh, facilities, and uh, it was an interesting time for now me. You gotta speak up, Ruth. It was a great time for me, actually, because I got to learn a lot about myself, and life changed, and it was a turning point. So there was all good things about it. And you're on the straight narrow now. Well, I'm on the narrow. And <laughs> 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 I'm straight. You know, I have a couple beers or whatever. You right. know what I mean? I'm not sober guy, but I'm definitely still in recovery because recovery is what I want to make it, not what somebody else tells me what it should be. And for me, recovery is getting away from destructive behavior and. and negative thoughts and, you know, feelings and, and, and surrounding myself with that kind of people. So right. getting to in a better direction has changed my life. And um, that yeah. Those years back then, with the, that those years back then, is kind of when I met you. I was working for the Sentinel. I wrote an article about you, and then there was Jeannie. Remember Jeannie? Jeannie, yes. Jeannie O'Malley. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's... A, you know, she had a big part in, in, in getting my tra trajectory and going in the right direction with her breathing program. And right. uh, it was a great tool, and, and she's still out there doing her thing. And I've talked to her here and there throughout, you know. She, she spoke on the show before. Jeannie, Jeannie did? did? Yeah. I think she did. She did, I think yeah. She came you know, she's got remember. the controversial. In, in yeah, a, she it, caused a lot of controversy. You know, but that goes with, uh, without saying. You know, I can say personally for myself, she definitely helped me. Good yeah. to hear that. So and, and and you were I mean let's let's be realistic uh you you exited a pretty dark time in Santa Cruz surfing seen it different today what's going on as oh far as yeah. the, the peer group and oh what's yeah. going on it's with a kids well the scene is way different and it's a, it's a good thing it's a good scene it's a uh you know you got Nat Young leading charge which is a great role model for this town and a great ambassador and he's holding the flag high and and then you got you know other kids you know as him is like the pillar of you know, pro surfing at this point is who knows what's going to be mm -hmm. like when all this ends. But let's just talk about how it was for that right, moment right. Yeah, before all this. And, um, you know, Nat was the guy. He was number one right now. He was number one on the QS going into this year. He, w he won an event in Morocco. So he he's a great role model. And, mm -hmm. and then you got these kids that are coming up. You got, you know, you got uh, Sean Burns. You Killing got uh, the Coffee Brothers Coffee who are Brothers, killing yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're really ripping. 
and you got a bunch of grommets, man. I, half of them, I don't even know their names. But um, ripping. So what they're doing, what they're doing on surfboard now is unbelievable. It's standard. Standard right? is uh, standard air re- reverse is standard. Was it off? Yeah, yeah. It's far beyond yeah. what you guys were doing back when you were kids. Oh, if someone did an air reverse like Rap Boy did, it was on the cut, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know. Yeah. So right. He won ten thousand bucks. But that's the progression of surfing, and it's rad to watch that and see it and, and be part of it, and just you know, it's just it's cool, and, and you get it, you know what I mean, and. And these kids these days, they're all good people, you know. And the Santa Cruz Board Rider Club is part of the scene, which is helps connect those gaps where I get to hang out with those groms and they get to hang out with me. And can you tell us a little about fun. the, the Board Riders Club and what, and what they do? And can well, our club is, is was based started with the competition part of surfing against other other clubs, which is Huntington. Started in Huntington with Casey Weed and uh, SOK, which is a Sport of Kings company, and they mm-hmm. started the West Coast Board Riders and. I remember they came to me and I was thinking, and they go, hey, Roof, you got to get a club going. You know, this was back in 2014 and 2014. And he gave me some shirts and, and I'm going, man, how am I going to get Flea and these guys to buy into this one, mm-hmm. go down mm-hmm. to surf for one, literally one wave? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get them to do that? Not get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how, where's, how am I going to get them to do this? They did it. But through <laughs> the process, all of a sudden I come back. Shane, Shane Skelton, of all people, we call him anti human, by the way, mm-hmm. but he is, any, but you know. Uh, yeah, it's Garth Tarlow, um, who is a uh, O'Neill rep or one of the big O'Neill wigs down there for O'Neill Clothing in Southern Cal. They got together, said, "Hey, we know you should get this club going. We'll help out with it." So when I got back from one of these trips, that Flea and him were talking, and so we, us three, got together and mapped this out. Let's do this. Let's get a club mm-hmm. going, and that's how it started. And, um, and it's, it rolled it tur- quick. It's turned it, yeah, and it yeah. turned into super fun. It's like more fun than you think. Because surf clubs, I mean, th- the, some of the surf. This town used to have. Dozens of surf clubs back in the heyday. Yeah. Even like Big Stick. But the big but the surf clubs were kind of fading. They were dropping off like, and now this one's come back and bringing the kids. And do you think there's going to be an uptick in, in the surf well, clubs? Well, like I said before, this virus thing kind of killed everything. Yeah. We were on a roll. I mean, it, the whole the cl- club thing was on a roll. There was other cities joining in. La Jolla joined in. They got theirs. Go- I mean, it was on a roll. And it was it was building. And you guys had results. We, well, we, yeah. we won. We won second time now we won the northern division which is you know ventura last the first year was huntington seal beach um south bay ventura san luis obispo and us so there was a bigger mm-hmm. division and we end up winning that division and then this 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 year they like the nfl or something they put it down into now we have three divisions and we still won that division and we were heading into the championship last year we lost the championship by point I, s- I think it was a point no. zero four it was yeah. something ridiculous like mm. for the last wave last it was right. a great drama came down to the last wave last minute and we ended up losing but you know we were we were de- dead set on winning this year and um you know you got tough competition you got San, San Clemente's probably got this I could is imagine it's got yeah, the all-star I mean right. their C team their C team is probably better than most teams mm-hmm. but we were going down we were looking forward to going to trestles this year yeah. for, and we were all in the championships and um this thing happened so right. And uh, uh, was, uh, did I see it was Ashley that got a couple of Ashley's killed it. She's been MVP. So we have an MVP per event. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ashley's probably had I think we've had like six to say the six or seven events we've done. She's probably had three or four of them uh, MVPs because she gets tens. And yeah, she gets du- tens. And yeah. Double whammy's a ten, which mm-hmm. is, you know, is yeah, she kills it. She yeah. Kills it, it. Isn't that amazing, though? I mean, she really and, and I, it's awesome that you do an MVP. But Ashley, uh, 
you know, she's getting tens. Right. And right. Uh, and then you double that score, and it becomes your biggest score. Yeah. And, and did Nat get some tens too? Nat got tens, but what's rad is it's, it's the comp, it's the camaraderie of the club being down on the beach and cheering and rad and right. going down south. You got Toyota Santa Cruz hooking up with uh, a, a r- our rides down there and um, yeah. the vans, and we go together, and it's mm. a chance to get to get to know the youngsters and they get to know us, and it's just really fun. Even Nat goes, I sometimes I get more nervous in these. Going out in this thing and then I do my comp. Yeah. Well, I yeah. see uh, like um, c- people because I follow on social media and you can too follow the club on social media. But I see people like Shane club. Desmond stoked. Oh yeah, it's Desi. You know, you know Desi, dude. Yeah. He's Mr. Competitor, but he's all over it, man. <laughs> he's, he, he's stoked. He's in the fifties now, so he's just. Rah, rah, rah. Well, and, and when 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 I was really involved in putting on contests, Desi won a lot of them. Him and Marco Foreman. He's just he's that guy. They just yeah. You go surfing. You, you go surfing with Desi. You paddles around. You walk in and see my whole foods. He's talk. Just he's like it's like surfing with him. Yeah, it's he's just four hacks to the beach. Just, he's, he's really good guy. at it. He is really <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, it's cool because you know you, you got we get older and yet we still have something to do. You know, like it, with old competitors like we mm-hmm. are, and we like to have every people, all, all kinds of people join the club. You don't have to be a competitor. You join it just to be a community because we like to do stuff for the community and um, you know, free surf lesson days, uh, beach cleanups. There's we a lot we of little kids in there. We just uh, volunteered for the Gray Bears. A bunch of us. Awesome. Yeah, did that. You know, it's just right. during these times. You mm-hmm. know, so, so I think. How would people get involved? How do they work? Go to live liveheats.com down slash Santa Cruz, and it puts you right to the spot to join. Liveheats. Liveheats.com down slash Santa Cruz. You can find that link on probably our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, you just join up. You fifty bucks for membership. You get a T-shirt. Uh, Eighty bucks, you get the T-shirt and the sweatshirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, nice. and and plus you just we have a, a newsletter goes out all the time and uh, email and and two also people watching businesses can sponsor totally we we'd love that and uh, like I said we got Toyota Santa Cruz we have mm-hmm. uh, Sunridge Farms and it goes on and on you know right. and um, Pono O'Neill's at Pono we mm-hmm. do our we do our yep. our get downs at mm-hmm. Pono brother Timmy yeah thanks brother Timmy yeah Timmy and the Reef the Reef are Pono they're together and then um there was a I forget the name but someone just joined up during this time. I wish I knew the name because I'd like to blow them up a little bit. But mm. um, anyway, they're a tuna jerky. Pescavori. Oh. I think it's a local one. Pescavori. I, I read their whole spiel on it and they're really. Yeah, I think that's. They're really uh, s- uh, sound really cool. Like yeah. they do everything yeah. fish, sus- you know, sustainable foods and. Th- nice. Th- what was the glory days? Let me go. I'm talking about you. What was the that was glory days for? Glo- that's glory days for the kids right now. What was glory days for you? Glory days. There still are glory days. Uh, yeah, what do you mean, man? Come on, it's not over yet. Glory days, glorious for right, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Well, th- if you're talking about the days of competitions and and be, you know, those days were rad. Like uh, lately, Nelly's been shooting me some shots from the back in the day, and and Tr will do it with, and it, it reminds me of you know waking up every morning and like having that purpose. You know, back then magazines were a big deal. You know, that was the the bread and butter of a pro surfer besides doing good in competition is getting shots in magazines because you knew that was what your sponsors wanted and if you were doing that and getting work done as they call it mm-hmm. you were getting paid more the next year and you get paid for the photos that came in the magazines so every day you're like where you are where's tr where's nelly where's you know where's so and so where's barbara where they're shooting without me what like yeah and, and it was serious stuff and it and it made a nucleus of there was a time in the 90s where, like, Santa Cruz was gnarly because we'd show up 10 deep places just to shoot photos. And TR was – wherever TR was, we were going, you know, because TR had the double video and camera going sometimes mm-hmm. on the beach, you know. So 
yeah, it was a fun time, and it was just you're on top of the world, and you're getting paid to do right. what you love. You go right. to trade shows. Everybody's like, well, what's up? We were just talking about that, and Nelly would uh, send them out like he couldn't. Everybody couldn't go out. He would send them out. Who, who was it? Remember, we were just talking something yeah. about that. He'd send out like twelve people show up, and he wouldn't let them all paddle out. Yeah, well, <laughs> we didn't care about that. You know what I mean? We, I was brought up by Vince. You don't care about nothing. You know what I mean? Like, go. But yo, know, it's just. We just were just amping, you know, that actor. I mean, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was course, just yeah. on and on and on. And it, I think that helped make us better because it was friendly competition because everybody wanted to get the shot and someone would do something mean and you want to do something meaner. And then next thing, next month you see the guy shot or, oh, I got to get the shot. You know, like right. we'd always give, you know, skin dog. We always call him glory dog because he was always trying to get the shots, right. you know, <laughs> and he finally got his cover and stuff. Right. And well, that era too, surfing was still fashionable and there was fashion like your wetsuits matched your stickers and wet bright wetsuits were important then. Marcel, you know? Marcel yeah. comes to I mind. I saw a picture that, uh, um, I just saw one that uh, Pat Taylor shared on, on Taylor Surfboards, right. a picture of you like yesterday. Yeah. Of the brightest wetsuit ever. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> yeah, color was in. I mean, they should bring back some color. It's kind of boring out there, you know. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, you know who's who's the who's the king of doing all that was Barney when he mm, showed up on right. the scene. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, Barney was like outside the box and, you know, the superhero things and had actually right. had wetsuits made for his get mm -hmm. down and. um you know, lo we love Barney. It's almost Barney Cinco de Barney Day here pretty yep. soon. And um, I know it's going to be interesting not having a, a day for Yeah, us. but Barney was like, I mean, the characters back then were so cool. Like, it, you can't, you're not going to have that, I don't think, anymore. We got Flea, you got Flea and Barney, and they were like, you know, the, you know, Lone Ranger, Tonto, and whatever, you know what I mean? I mean, it yeah. was just like this whole crew of characters, but everybody had a different personality, you know, and, and the nicknames that went along with it. It was, it, it was an amazing time for Santa Cruz. And Vince, I could say, was probably in charge of giving you your nickname so if you got Vince that was? nickname <laughs> yeah he gets you know like flea you know was it by flea because flea was like flicking around out there you know like a little guy and just a little t you know just like it well he was him. the king of heckling yeah but it matched you know? him you know each each nickname yeah. matched rodent Skinny. rodent little furry little mm -hmm. rodent hair would stick up you know rodent gets you know pete mel the condor mm -hmm. just his legs and arms just wingspan just <laughs> Yeah. You know, rat boy. He looks like a rat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He surfs like his buck teeth, his <laughs> nose, and he's just <laughs> finesse, and yeah, yeah, it goes on and on. You know, so are they cool. doing nicknames anymore? Yeah. You know, lately we've been, I've been, you know, yeah. You see the Groms, you know. We I gotta bring it back. I call, I call Natty, Natty boy, Natty boy <laughs> Gomes sometimes. Natty boy Gomes. Everybody starts <laughs> laughing. You know, and he calls me Surfo. Everybody calls me Surfo now because mm -hmm. I'm always surfing. So, yeah, it's cool. Health's right. good right, right now for you? What's as that? far as your surfing goes, you're healthy, feeling oh, good? Oh, I'm healthy. You know, I'm getting, you know, the body feels it. Mm -hmm. The body feels Shoulders? it. Shoulders? I, f I fumble. I, you know, I got a n nerve thing going on. I went and got an MRI, and I'm, yeah, it's one of those surfing, holding your neck up forever, mm -hmm. starting to affect one of, you know, my which arm here. Which are you most proud of, the surfing career or how you changed your life for the good? Oh, shoot. I'm just proud of just having, I guess I was thinking about that. I'm just proud of being able to do what I've done and be happy. And even though I went through a dark time, which was self-inflicted, uh, it was one of the best things for me because I came out a better person on the other side. So I just grateful for my life. You know, I've had a great life. I wasn't, I always say I wasn't a world champion, but I felt like it. 
Well, you, you, you acted like you were. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, you know, and it felt good. And it feels good because I got to do what I love my whole life. I mean, I'm still doing it. I mean, and who you, could well, say they do that? But we've yeah. lost a lot of very important surfing buddies. Oh, man. Yes, you know, so to be here and well, you got to one say on that. You got one on your hat, Willie. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. You talked about no. Barney. You right. know, I mean, it's just sad to see that. Yeah, you know, and then you live through and you go. And, like, there was a photo I had it, I just posted of uh, Rick Noe, Jeff Spencer, Joel mm -hmm. Vincent, and me. And I looked, I go, all three of those guys are gone. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's crazy, you know. And then Vincent, I mean, we were joking like a month before, t about two months before he died, he were joking, we're going to be here forever, dude. Fuck, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden Vince dies, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's right. like, uh, yeah. it's just crazy because you just never know when that number comes and. But if it he does come, I'm pretty, I could say, I've had a good life. Right. If you fell over tonight, you'd be like, hey, no regrets. I, I, I look back at the, sh at the show, and you can, I, I, can, I can't, remember, can't remember who was on last week. Mm -hmm. right? Two right. weeks ago. Who, the hell, who was here two weeks ago? Right. But VC, we, oh, I remember e pretty much every show that VC was on, because he was just like. He, he was bigger than He blew it up. Guy. He blew it up. He yeah. was just And he loved it. We did that, uh, we did that Point Break live show. Yeah. That he had to act and and uh, oh my god he killed it. Vince would have been a great actor, I think. I think so too. He was good at mm -hmm. it. He played Gary Busey better than Gary Busey. He, did. he really did. Right. You guys can see that show on YouTube if you ever want to look at the Off the Bray show and Vince Collier. That that's an amazing show on YouTube. Yeah, you know Vince was like somebody when I, I was thinking. So I had a shot recently too of Vince on. I posted on my Instagram and um and I remember that that year that was year of '82 and um it's when me and Vince. I started hanging out with Vince before that, but that year we really started hanging out and going surfing all the time. And he, he cleared the water, man. Mm. You go out with he, he had that reputation, and he he backed it up because he was mm -hmm. an ornery Irishman. But he backed up also with his surfing. He ripped, and um, you know, going surfing with him, you felt like. Royalty. You know, I might have learned some bad habits, but you know <laughs> what I mean. It's <laughs> like at the same time, I reaped the <laughs> benefits of his. Hey, I, and well I know firsthand. I moved here in 1982, and if I was surfing and Vince paddled out. I paddled somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's no, because I was. Uh, uh, later in life, we became dear friends. Right. But when I first started hanging around and he was in the water, I didn't want to be near him. Yeah, when he was young, man, he was definitely. A, you know, back then you you can get in fist fights and not get in trouble, and that's how it was dealt with. But mm -hmm. then you'd also live to be a, a fight surf another day, and some of the best friends came after the fist fight. You he know? was also a protector. 100 percent you know he would protect the boys he oh, would jump 100%. in the ocean and save a life I, not even think I, can, about I saw it. him do some things to protect the boys we won't have to talk about it but it was pretty <laughs> rad what was the best fight you were in me i i don't know best fight i watched <laughs> 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 i don't I mean i don't know i've been in a fight so long i don't remember yeah, yeah i don't remember you really being a fighter no, it was more gra more barking than yeah. anything you know but um like i said with vince you know he made you charge you know, that year, 82, was the year of the river mouth, and we mm -hmm. surfed. I remember him riding. He just started shaping boards, and I remember he wrote on the wall of the, the shape, the shaping room, is summer, uh, summer of 82, the best ever. And it really was. It was, it like was amazing. And so the photo I have was of that first. Because when you got a new surfboard, it was for a Rick Noe. When you got a surfboard as a Grom, you rode that board no matter if it was good or bad or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, and you were stoked, and you had a board at least for a year or so. It's, and it's the only board you rode. And you and wear, I, you just wear it out. Yeah, not bored. I had my first photos in, and I have a bunch of photos from that year because yeah. I was shooting the cloth and these people and Woody Woodworth and Dennis Junior just moved to town and Barber um, was probably still shooting. Barber was shooting, mm -hmm. but uh, I've been looking around at some of the photos and I had 
some photos of, and there were a lot of them with, with that board. It's me and Vince on the rocks, and you look at us, we're just young bucks, have a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's all studly. Yeah, you know. no, Vince, uh, that, that photo's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's just cool. It just brought me back to those times yeah, where, yeah. where everything was new and, and just, you know, and the, the rules around here weren't so tight and heavy. It, it, well, it you guys were unstoppable then. You know, what, it, 80, when did you win the uh, Bud Tour? 85. 85, yeah. I mean, you were on a tear. You won yeah. a major pro contest that year. Um, Vince w- went to Australia and yeah. just dominated. Went to Hawaii and dominated. Yeah, South and Africa, right? Didn't yeah, you? I mean, he, he went to P- Puerto Escondido and dominated. So you guys were at the top of the game well, then. Well, at that time, was I, I looked up to Vince. So I felt like, I, even though we were close to the same age, I think he might have been three years older, maybe. Or two years older. But him and him and Richard were really the icons at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, and they were like yin and yang, I always say. Because yeah. the two opposite personalities. Mm-hmm. Two completely just Richard's more calculated. Uh, we used to call him uh, Richie Kissinger because he was always a diplomatic <laughs> kind of. Just calm down. Just calm everybody down. Yeah. Calm, <laughs> calm everybody down. Get every, get everybody to you know get along. You know, the, you know, always picking you up at the airport in Hawaii. Wants to take, like the guy. Mm-hmm. And Vince was just the opposite. Rah, fight, you know, just <laughs> charge, you know. But they were both put the name, put Santa Cruz on the map for their surfing and and who and like Richie would fo- focused on Hawaii and stayed there all winter, and Vince ki- would come back and do his thing here and then when Maverick showed up that was a whole different animal that started yes. you know but um, up to that point yeah I, mean, I could say it was just it was cool to have those guys as someone to look up to you know two different Richie was definitely more professional right he was, a, he was a Nat Young he was the Nat Young of yeah. the time and, yeah. and, and, and Vince was just a, a rebel just a, everything outside the box but you needed that then and, and and it gave this the it town gave a color. reputation of don't mess around. Like it. Well, he always reminded me of like a classic, like the early Hawaiians. Totally. You know, like when the when the North Shore fired up and those dudes, like the the Greg Knowles of the world. You know, like he, that he's was a Greg Knoll. Of yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a good that's, comparison. That's kind of how I always see Vince. You know, and 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 his surfing did the talking too. Oh, totally. He he ripped, man. And, and like I said, he he put he put you in places and made you charge on waves that you probably wouldn't have paddled out in because he's yelling in your head. Rah! Yeah. You got to show up. And if you didn't show up, and two, you know, if you didn't show up, you heard about it, especially if you say you had a party night, you know, he expected you to be there <laughs> no matter what. And, and you showed up. And if you didn't, you heard, you heard an earful and it made you feel terrible. So you made sure you showed up because he showed up. You know, yeah. and you surfed. So if you're gonna do this, you better do that. You know, <laughs> he would have been an amazing football coach. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. He was rad. You know, he was. He was definitely rad. And there'll never be another. Th- there'll, be ne- there'll never be anybody like him again. You can't. It's just do that a different anymore. time. You can't yeah. have that kind of personality, no. and you can't. You can't even raise your voice at anybody kids anymore. Are call, kids are yeah, they're coddled now. It was pre-cell phone. Yeah, it's you just know, different. like no one filmed Vince doing any of this stuff. No, you know? no, Vince would run. I remember more than once. I witnessed a lot of them, and he'd run home, you know, through the field, boom, right, because he lived down in Santa Cruz Street, so he'd run through the field after a fist fight or something. And if the cops showed up, they would just sh- never. He never got in trouble because mm-hmm. it wasn't like that then it was you kind of police the lane the lane was more of a wild west it was no lighthouse it was no bathrooms and it was dirt parking lots and it was right. just a different time you know right. and, and you know but also at the same time he had the mayor proclamation him and bud miller had saved some guy yeah you know because right. they because c- the fire engine guys the fire crew Couldn't and the people it was right at dark at mitchell's giant day and they wouldn't go out and rescue these guys because it was a night, it was turning night, and you hear the guys out there, help, you know, and they couldn't see him. And Vince and Bud look at each other, all right, we'll paddle, we'll go <laughs> look for him, you know. And they, they're about to give up, and Bud told me the story. They found, they saw, they saw these guys and got him in. 
through the line, made him charge through the lineup, you know, which it was really big. If you go, you know, Mitchell's when it's big. If you go down just a little too you're far, you're going to go to finger bowl and you're yep. done. Yeah. But he got these guys in, you know, and, and it's because the other guys couldn't rescue him, you know, because yeah. at that time they didn't have a good rescue s- thing going, you know, it wasn't, wasn't. Yeah. He told that story on the show. Yeah, he yeah. also told the story about finding the lady who fell off the cliff. Yeah, that was a yeah. crazy one. I was re- that was recently. That was recently, yeah. yeah. And he uh, he had he had said that he uh, was just he chilling, and uh, he heard what he thought was a baby otter or yeah, a baby seal. Seal, yeah. And uh, and it was that Swift Street, I think. Yeah, she fell off the cliff, and he found her and saved her life. Swift, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a cold night, and I don't think she, for what they said, she wouldn't have made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm glad we'd had him in our in our, in our world because uh, it would have been different without him, you know. Yeah. Richie's still ripping. Richie's still ripping. Yeah, he's got your little Richie and little. Yeah. Big Dick and Little Dick, you know, and, and they, <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't reflect on anything except a joke. But uh, really, <laughs> he, uh, little, r- and, hey, little, Rich, little Richie rips. Yeah, he, he's like, he's like his dad. He's smile mannered and just goes out and he's. I've seen him surfing all the time, and he's just a ripper, man. And he's like one of those undercover guys that's part of that crew, right? That you know, you just you see him, and he likes to. He's like Richie. He likes to travel and the Tra- spinner yeah, man and go. Yeah. You'll you'll hear there's ways at Point Arena. He'll be there. You'll hear there's ways at Russian River. He shows up everywhere. Mm. And that's yeah. it, it's cool because a lot of these guys aren't as venturous like that. You know? Well, he really loves Big Barrel. And he's become a charger. Yeah. yeah. And that's so we, uh, we we need to get those guys back on the show. Yeah, overall, the, cr- the, the, back. the mm. crew these days are like you, you have a diverse crew, which is cool. And, you know, Sider's got their guys, you know what I mean? And, and he does. He's going out mm-hmm. with Ashley. He's right. ripping. Mm-hmm. You just got a g- good crew of guys, you know. And then the connections we have still – from the old guys like Dino, mm-hmm. you know I've been friends with Dino forever. forever. And his son Chloe, number five in the world, killing it, killing it. And so Nat and Chloe are good friends. And so there's a lot of camaraderie, a lot of camaraderie and good yeah. stuff going on. You know, so cool. Yeah, that's great. And, and you're friends with the hoes too. Well, you know, you got the Hawaiian family going on. So Walt, Wally, <laughs> we all love Walt. Yeah. You know, we look up to Walt too because he got the cover shot in '77, and mm. I remember seeing that. And I was like, oh, one day I would get. I bought my first surfboard from Wally. Um, so the story goes like this. I was in Hawaii. Long story short, you know, I got roughed up by some Hawaiians over something I didn't even do. <laughs> I got extorted $5 <laughs> from this guy, Kavika. And uh, I was working at the Flying Fish Cafe. And um, anyway, Eddie and Squiddy, who are the heavies, the, the mafia right. guy, you know, but came and paid a visit, you know, to make sure, sh- you know, because it was in the paper that because the guy got arrested because Delina Willis saw me getting pinned down by these Hawaiians. These guys are like 200, 300 pound wines. I'm like, <laughs> I tell the guy, I don't owe you nothing. I'm not giving you nothing. I, and I got $5. That's <laughs> it. And he goes, give it to me. <laughs> so anyway, and probably 150 it's, it's funny now, but I was just going, dude, this is crazy. I'm thinking, you got the wrong guy here, you know? Long story short, Delina Willis saw this from a gas station and called the cops. So the cops roll up with the guy on top of me with these guys. So they arrest him, right? And then the, the cop car, the cops are going, dude, we're tired of this. We're the, we're the police here. They're not the police. You know, we're, we're taking this guy to jail. This and I was like, oh, man, what am I getting involved in here? Like, <laughs> I just want to surf. I came to Hawaii to surf, you know? <laughs> so anyway, long story short there, Eddie and Squiddy come because they hear about what happened, and they want to know the story, you know? So I, I ran out the back door. I was wor- working at the Flying Fish Cafe. I see these guys show up. I'm gone. I'm in my apron. And Reynos <laughs> Hayes is working there. He comes against me. He goes, no, no, they just want to talk to you, dude. They're not here to do anything. Okay, okay. So I, cause I was in the next building ready to go. And uh, so I go talk with him, and they just, Eddie's, Eddie didn't say a word. I remember he just sat there all, you know. And uh, Squiddy, Squiddy goes, so what happened? I tell him he's all, he looks at me, he's okay. 
we're gonna tell him we're gonna let Kavika stay in jail because we told him not to be doing this crap. This is you know we don't want this reputation going on. We're trying to clean it up. You know what I mean? So ba basically, they said everything's cool. And uh, the next day, Michael Ho shows up at the place, and uh, he's been coming to the restaurant. You know, and I've been you know of course when the boys show up, a little extra chip in, a little extra <laughs> beef. But anyway, he he knew I was friends with Wally. I mean, him and Wally are good friends. And um, so Mike heard what happened and he asked me what was going on and I told him, yeah, yeah. Just, and he's like, really? Where are you staying? I go, and I'd lost the key to my car surfing like two days before at sunset. I lost it like a dumbass. So I was living, I had my car parked across the street for my work. It happened to be in front of Rim Partridge's rental. <laughs> <laughs> so I was living in the, in the car basically and I had, you know, to be able to get my stuff. I couldn't lock the car even. So I, I think it's stolen luckily. But uh, I was using Rim's shower by the way. <laughs> thanks Rim yeah thank you Rim. Uh, so Mike goes I tell him all this he goes hey you know what come stay with me and I look at him he goes, really he goes yeah because I had another week and uh, so that's how I got to know Mike and that was rad like wow really Hawaiian that's royalty like yeah it's because I knew it was because I knew Walt mm -hmm. Walt gave me the you know green light like hey he's cool I got cool. to hang with Mike and ever since then me and Mike have been good friends and I thought that was I always told Mike oh man that was awesome that you yeah. did that and that's yeah. it just shows you know, you can have a reputation like Mike does, yeah. mm -hmm. but he's also got a big heart. And right. And that's really what his reputation is. Well, and Walt's Hawaii family is as big as the Santa Cruz family. Totally. You yeah. know, and one thing about Mike, he still rips. Yes. He's, I don't know, he must be 67. He must be 10 years older than me. He's still charging back door and pipe like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, he's killing it. He's probably the best oldest guy, I think. Hmm. I would think he's the best oldest guy still surfing. Like, because right. who's surfing backdoor at that age? <laughs> at ten there. feet, who's right. charging second reef pipe at that no. and getting pitted? Yeah. Mike is, and he's just doing it like he used to. It's yeah. it's rad. And every time you see him, everything's cool. What's up, bro? You know, you go have your rituals and just talk story, and it's really cool. You have know? you been to Hawaii lately? I go every. W I go. I've been going every winter since I've been on this Mauiola thing, and um, yeah, and I get to see everybody, and it, it's a whole different vibe over there now. We call it Hollywood, Hollywood <laughs> because it's <laughs> taken over. But you get to run. But the rad thing is you get to run in. You know, I, there's no pressure anymore for me to try to perform. Or like I don't do that. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't charge pipe anymore and all that. I go out in the small days. But um, it's cool to see everybody. Yeah. And they yeah. Go, to the, go to the Surfer Pole Awards. It's and a reunion every year. Every year. And yeah. you see Galley, all the boys you mm -hmm. know. And then you see the guys like Mike and them go hang out. And I think w one of the raddest people over there is his son, Mason. Mm-hmm. His interviews, Killing it. no, yeah. no. Not only is his surfing speaks for itself, but his personality is just—it's like modern day Mike. It's just—it's. You ever see his? Interviews? Yeah, oh, his, like his contest interviews There's, and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean the the color that guy mm -hmm. has. I mean, everybody should be like that. I mean, it's just so so cool. Like they're, he's Ma loose. The, the Mamiola Foundation. You still working with that? Still, you know, it's on yeah. hold like everything else. Yeah. And, and Hans uh, runs it, and the owner or the pre president. Um, James Dunlop happened to buy the water park in Palm Springs a, a couple mm. years ago. Right, they're gonna make a, the big wave pool. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got investors. And there's still some room for investing if anybody wants to hmm. get it going. The pool's the first phase of the pool's done. Testing it, it's gonna be awesome, man. And they tore down some water slides, sold them, made room for a bigger pool. Um, it's gonna be a venue where you got. It's not just for. It's not gonna be like Waco's was where you had to go out in the cuts and. I mean, right. people are going to go there just to hang at the pool. Yeah. Right. You can do cer the, the reform of the wave is going to be where you shoot two. Right. So it's going to hit a hole, and then it's going to reform. So what they're doing now is testing the wave, which you probably saw some of the clips, mm -hmm. but then they're going to shut it down again, blow the pool out even more to make it longer and bigger. 
So wow. then that'll be the final thing, and then they'll open it up. But it's on hold as well right now. But it's going to be awesome, man. It's going to do great. Being oh, so five close minutes to Los Angeles. Airport, five and, minutes. I mean, you can drive there in an hour and a half from, like, millions of people. Oh, it's, you know, it's going to be great. It's not going to be ex- expensive as Kelly's, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the mecca of the best wave. And have you been there? No. I have a, can you yeah. me? I can't afford it. No, I've, a wave. Yeah. No, I'll go to well, Mexico for you. We were saying last week if the swell really jacked up when you was a $1,000 ticket to surf, it would be there would be people surfing. Yeah, and that's yeah. the cool thing, the comparison, right? You, now you got something to compare yeah. to. Well, I could go to Kelly's and get for one wave, or I could get a $1,000 fine, and I could surf a whole session by myself. Out. Yeah, no. Well, imagine. Yeah. 30 waves and 33 bucks a wave. I, I mean, the, like we talked about it last week on the show, there was a day where, where there was a little surf in the morning. There was a yeah. south and stuff, but uh, it never really pumped during that shutdown. I and think in the first two days it yeah, was pumped. Yeah, especially over at uh, your spots. Yeah. Got a little bit of that south. I was able to find ways, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, secret spot. (laughs) So I wrote wrote an article about the Maui Ola Foundation many, many moons ago, and I sent it to my brother. My brother runs uh, Boomer Siasen's Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Oh, wow. I had no Uh, idea. Boomer, uh, well, I forget. Anyway, I got an email from Boomer Siasen, and he he wanted to – I I don't think I ever told you this, but I got an email from him going, make sure you let those guys – thank those guys for all the work they do. Rad. His, his, his kid had cystic fibrosis, his right? His kid yeah. Had cystic fibrosis. Yeah, and has this huge. My brother puts. They has this huge running club with like thousands of people. That Boomer just he's the president of it. And um, anyway, he sent me an email to make sure that you guys know. Thank you very much from Boomer. We should have take his kids surfing, man. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good connect to re re. Here's the thing. I think they're gonna do. You know, so the whole therapy with taking p- kids or. or Anybody with cystic fibrosis surfing is is the salt air. Yeah, it's a natural therapy. It helps break up the mucus that forms in their mm-hmm. lungs from the disease. And I'm thinking, I think they might be doing the salt water. Po- you know how they do salt water pools. And I'm thinking, would that be part of? Uh, I haven't even asked James about that. But that be w- could you take kids surfing in these salt water pools, and that huh. would that help them too? You know, because that's mm-hmm. the whole thing with cystic fibrosis is they have to. You know, if you have it and you live inland, you know you got to do these go into either the doctor three times a day or you have your home machine that you, you breathe to help right. you wake up yeah. that mucus. Are any of the wave pools salt? I have no idea, but you know what? That's a good question. Because Kelly's ones look like it looks like a slough. Well, sometimes you look at Kelly's, <laughs> some of Kelly's uh, video and it looks like crystal clear, pristine, and then you look at it and it looks like the river mouth. Yeah, right. Or the, or that water, water, water at Disneyland. And, it's like salt and surfing on it is very different because it's the salt water is more buoyant. Right. Oh, no, like when I go right. wakeboarding, I almost drown because right. I, I sink. Right. Yeah, so you would think you'd want to do a saltwater pool for a wave unless you unless it corrodes the uh, or something there that we n- I don't know about. Mm. Like that's a terrible but disease. That's a good cystic thing. fibrosis is a terrible disease. No, it's terrible that because the gal, life expectancy is. Were you, sh- were you here with that gal? She passed away. She was on my on, on my Yeah, I know. Sh- uh, yeah, Gian- Gianna or? Melissa, wasn't it? Oh, oh Melissa. You're talking about Mario and Melissa. Yeah, so she they still do. F- uh, and she was, a, she was, she looked. She was on the air, and she looked fantastic. She was happy and everything. And then two weeks later, she passed away. I was like, it's a terrible disease. Well, we she's, a, she's an incredible story just in herself and getting the lung transplants. And yeah, she has trouble. Fighting through it for one thing. I want to go surfing again. Mm-hmm. That was her whole goal yeah. to get through it all. I mean, you can't even imagine. Like, I can't even imagine s- getting lungs. And right. then have it, how they even make it work, and then the rejection drugs, and all the stuff she had to go through, and then it was working, and then well s- the complications I mean happened. But she got to go surfing again. Especially now, those awesome. people with cystic fibrosis and with this COVID thing. It's yeah. Oh, they're so vulnerable. No, they're, they're yeah. They're 
they're that they're they're at the top of the you know mm, amongst yeah. the top of the groups of the people that are highest at risk because that's yeah. according to what I hear it, it attacks your respiratory. So mm-hmm. awesome um, season guest TC. Okay, well you kind of answered it already, but uh, we always ask the older seasoned guests. Yeah, seasoned is a nice <laughs> way to put it. Seasoned, I like. We that. always ask them what their favorite decade is and why. So you're asking me? Yeah. Well, the '90s. Yeah, because you answered because it was really my it was when we were on top and it was just it was surfing was changing and the whole. It was a great time to be a surfer. There wasn't a lot. It wasn't as crowded as it is now, but yet the industry was starting to blow up. There was like a mini recession, but then it really started blowing up and. We got to travel around, and it was pre-9-11. It was just a good time to be a surfer, man. And the, the equipment was good enough to be ripping. And um, well, and there was a huge group of Santa Cruz we surfers were that were getting paid to travel the world. Everybody got li- buying cars. The money was dished out to everybody. Yeah, it wasn't no. like hi- top-heavy like it is now. And don't get me wrong, because the professional surfing went through the roof with the payment and, and also how they took it. I mean, we weren't training you know some of us might have a little bit here and there mm-hmm. just now you know right. how we were training but uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> sorry about the phone the ones guys. who did take it serious it showed you know more serious and, and mm. it showed it and, and they became you know kelly obviously right um but it just was good for all of us because all of us got a little piece of something and and we all like i said it was you woke up with at the time for me and i could say for a lot of us we woke up with uh, a goal you know yeah. to, to rip and Go get shots and bags and be the guy and, mm-hmm. and it was that purpose and that it was just fun it was a fun time man it was a really fun time early 90s early 90s yeah, yeah so we're gonna, we're gonna call me. i think they're trying to call yeah me. the can 90s you is can, you hold, can you hold that <laughs> they're gonna say roof we want that pink wetsuit back yeah 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 <laughs> and that's the other thing the the flavors and it's just yeah it, it was a nucleus santa cruz was like uh you know the aerial game was starting to happen you know, and Rat Boy was obviously one of the guys who was leading that charge with that big air mm-hmm. during the during one of the contests. It was the Billabong, and it was an expression session. And Kelly was here. Oh, that was an amazing. And it happened kind of at the gun too, as he I just recall. did it. You know, Rat. Yeah. That's how Rat was. He was just kind of that guy. You know, and, it, and and one thing I always said for that era and a lot of us, there was something that put us all in the map. Mm-hmm. Everybody had something that happened. You know, and that was Rat Boy's put him on the map. That well, was the, the moment. The crowd went off. I was, was I, I saw that live. The crowd was so into it. I also saw you win the Bud Tour contest at the lane in 84. Right, 85. Um, and, 85. Then, and then I made a final with uh, and you got one of my favorite finals. One, one no. of my favorite finals was the Billabong. With, uh, it, was eight, it was 92 or 3 with Munga Berry, mm. Chris Brown, mm-hmm. Taylor Knox. Wow. It was cr- killer lane, but it was best four. Mm. So you had to get a lot of waves. Yeah. But uh, that was one of my favorite finals. I got fourth in it, but it was still one of my favorite, you know. Um, did Chris Brown win that one? No, Taylor Knox. Oh, did he? Taylor okay. Taylor Knox wow. won that one. He got a barrel. He got a barrel. Brownie's rapper. Bra- Brownie was should have won, was going to win it, but then, ba- you know, the barrel. Yeah. Who gets barreled at the lane, right? But it was, right. It was offshore. It was killer. Uh, I, b- I remember with Peter Mel, that was a fun final. Mm-hmm. 97. That was pretty rad. It was, I was beating him. It, I always talk about this one, you know, no one remembers second, right? <laughs> you know, it, earlier in that heat, in the final, I, w- I got it. I was winning, and I got it, and there was a good set, and Pete could have paddled on my inside and could have hassled me, basically, because there was no priority back then. And he just looked at me and goes, I'm not going to hassle you, go. You're like, and I, I remember that. I was like, wow, okay, cool. Like, and I got the wave. It was a good wave. So I'm winning, the, I'm winning right now, and it's like f- less – 
it was inside the five minute mark or something and we're out the slot and pete's sitting out there and i'm behind here comes a smoking set and i go thinking oh i just think i could just paddle this mother f (laughs) (laughs) all the way to seal rock to it beach right now you know what i mean but that thing it went off in my head yeah was him giving me that wave and you know and and sometimes it eats you up because you go you should have done you should have been a dick Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. It wasn't who yeah, I was either. I, I wanted to be fair, and plus I thought, you know, I saw the set. There was a couple more. Right. So Pete got the first one. I went on the second one. Well, Pete got the better of the two, and he ended up winning. Ah, and so ah Pete. Yeah, you know, but you know, Pete, you did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, in my in my heart, it's the right thing. Yeah. But you know, on paper, <laughs> no yeah. one like I said, what Pete won. What would a VC told you to do? Take him to the pu- take him to <laughs> Swiss Street. <laughs> F yep. that, F that, For you know, sure. this is it. You, you blew it, you know, he would have laid. But, you know. And, and you know, the, uh, what's interesting about when you're saying that is that I envision a camaraderie of a final at the lane and the boys helping the boys. Yeah. You know, yeah, like that's what it was. Everybody it telling you which way to, I mean, the, the community behind it. The whole town, when you won, it was, it was probably one of the biggest crowds they've had at a contest yeah, at the lane. It was. It, you know, I mean, think about it. It was pretty raw. Someone has the video back that eighty. It was one guy had back. Remember, video cameras just came in, kind of, and it was mm-hmm. the kind of had the cord with the box on the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But so they were playing it at Freeline for a long time. So someone has a video of it. Mm. Maybe even Tom Powers might have one. Wow. But yeah. uh, I would like to see it because you know the surfing is so raw, just you know, jig jaggy, jig do, you mm. know. But it's just cool because you know it was a win. Is that your proudest moment competitively surfing? I think that was the moment I got put into the put. You know, I had a couple shots in the magazines in, and O'Neill's was just starting to sponsor me. But after that, it put me into the, thrust me into the surf scene. You know what I mean? And then things started going. You know, and I was I was the older guy at that in the '90s, when you had Adam and all these guys. They were mm-hmm. you know younger, so I was always kind of the older guy in the tour thing, doing the QS. And you know, I never really took it 100% serious. You know, in the sense of I right. should have been training and focusing and. Right. I guess the, fun. the good yeah. word is I wasn't ever 100% focused. I was more the lifestyle and the fun. Well, and that probably kept it fun. Yeah, it did. There was the pressure wasn't there. You know, sure, you, you travel somewhere and lose your first heat. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like I said, we had we made fun of it all, you know. And, and like in the, the crew of us, it, it kept pushing each other. And we, we now we have stories. You know, we talk about it. I hang with Adam all the time. We talk, you know, he sends me, he, look at this photo. He sends me photos of us somewhere. <laughs> you know, Tahiti was a trip. That was a trippy one, you know. So One of my best photos I have in my here is you and Flea and VC sitting in KSTO waiting for the show. Oh right, yeah, that was when we were honoring Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a Bonnie show. That yeah. was crazy. You know, that was crazy too because I think a couple of days before that, or right around then, Flea had just gotten Barney's ashes and drove up to Stockton. Right, he just had gotten them. He drove up to Stockton and uh, pulls up, and I pull up about 15 minutes later. But when he pulls up, he sees people out in the kelp, you know, and and and. Um, one of the guys comes up and he goes, look what's floating out there. And there was a bunch of weed. Who, not a bunch, but there was weed. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. Weed floating yeah. in the yeah. ocean. Like, the only time I've ever ha- seen that, that's another story. But <laughs> but it was just weird because it's like Barney did this. Like, he pulled up. There's the ashes. All of a sudden, there's like – and it, it was weird because it was good weed, and it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It, didn't, it wasn't Mexican. It wasn't like a bale. It was just really, really weird. And the guys that said they were just howling out, all of a sudden they looked down, and it wasn't kelp, it was buzz. And then all of a sudden they went out in the kelp beds, and it was there, and that was it. It was just in that zone hmm. of Stockton. And it was out in the kelp, and that was it. And we were just going, Barney had something to do with this That's one. Because <laughs> we're all sitting around Barney's ashes, and, 
it was crazy. It was just a weird moment, you know. But that that ceremony and and honoring his life and that whole process was cool. Was a good, was good for the town. It was good for oh, you know. Big, it made us all day. feel good. We, we, we got you know when someone dies, especially someone like Barney, it gets everybody together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one positive thing that it, it, you take out of a passing is you know, how everybody comes together and they yeah. talk stories and you yeah. know, it's, it's people you don't see. He was for one a long of a kind. Time. Yeah. We took over the town. Th- hey, the city let us have Mitchell's Cove. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, that no. We were, on your, we were on your boat. Yeah, right? I took my boat over that. Yeah, yeah, per- yeah. permitless. Mm-hmm. Vince made a ship to burn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The whole thing was just cool. Yeah. The whole thing. You can't can't script that. Yeah. You can't. And and we did it right. We got porta potties. You know, Danny Keith helped out at organizing. And Mauiola guys happened to be coming up for a Mauiola thing. They brought a ton of lays and s- the whole thing was cool. And That's then the cool. best part at the end of all that was Volcom doing that little movie of them. The, mm. the movie and then. Ribsy's nickel Corona and right. Will's and doing the, the Barney song, and everything, yeah. Barney man, mm, yeah. Barney. yeah, all that was just awesome, man, because it, it it was deserving. He was just Santa Cruz, you know. Well, that was an amazing day. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Sure. I, I always remember that. That's one of the things I always remember because it's it's truly when you get somebody like that, it passes, and you get people together, and mm-hmm. you see that real true love and respect for somebody and, and like we said get everybody it's just really cool it's a good feeling well, walk away there feeling good when we started this show we said we wanted to try to record some of the history like today we've talked about amazing stories the history of this town and the colorful people do your history yeah and it's a, and uh, and you know barney was on the show multiple times vc was on the show multiple times and we we have some amazing stuff and uh <laughs> I yeah forget, i never forget when bonnie came to the show the one I wasn't there, where he, he showed there. up with the watermelon. Ryan Buell was it? Ryan yeah. Buell was yeah. a <laughs> co-host who was like, he <laughs> Ryan did deer one, in Ryan, headlights. Ryan was I've never seen. And Ryan can rap and talk, but he was like, he was like this. Bonnie shows up, but stop with that stuff from the top and work my way down. He had a hard, ha- a white hard hat, a Spider-Man outfit like from Halloween. He had a watermelon and a baseball bat, right? And that was right here. And then he had a, a VCR and a little TV. He paid a dollar for it at the flea market. I'm like, Bonnie, what? <laughs> he wanted to smash a, <laughs> a watermelon yeah. on the show. Yeah. He wanted to weird out her. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I go, will you clean it up? <laughs> no. I go, I go, Bonnie, it's a radio show. We don't have TV here. VCR. He goes, oh, you can do TV and VCR and radio. I'm like, well, ow. <laughs> Barney yeah. has like <laughs> three personas, you yeah, know. That's no, that, but that's what's, what's so rad about <laughs> him. You just never know what you're going to get out of him if day by day, you know. And but the funny, yeah. funny part was in the whole show, Ryan's like, <laughs> he did say, he d- yeah, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> that's what, insane. He didn't know what to say. I think those guys were coming up with a booty, f- calling it the carcass booty. It was the Barney booty that you want to be able to make. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yep. and I think it might even be kind of like the booty they have now, but it was going to come up. You know, it was going to be a Barney and vision you know but yeah carcass booty mm. Very you know, funny. Barney, Barney had a way with women by the way yeah because they felt safe around him because he could get away with one-liners that me or you or any of us would probably mm-hmm. okay. we'd be a borderline call the police on us right but his actions and who he is and how he is he they were safe and it was funny and well that's the thing he made it funny yeah you know, because it's, it's who he is he what you were safe around him. shockingly he, funny yeah I mean if I try to do a body mold with you girls are going dude this guy's a pervert but <laughs> Barney does it's like We'll be right there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just—I walk in and got these girls half naked doing body molds and all this stuff because he's truly doing art. Right. But I'm just going, how do you do this, dude? You're, just, <laughs> you're off the hook, man. Yeah. And, and you always had 
good girlfriends and he just yeah he, barney just had a way you know and it's just being yeah. him, being himself you know we miss him yeah we yeah do. we, we do. miss barney yeah you know we miss all those characters yeah. you know wally was it goes down the line yeah you know someone sent me a shot of spenny you know people don't really know spenny but i remember the first time so spencer was one of the best surfers at the, when we were kids he was like one of the guys but you know he's a little rough around the edges too but he was you know, he nobody, caught a lot of waves, man. Not only that, he was ambidextrous. Jeez. No one knows that he goes. He was he was really a backside. He was a goofy foot, but he learned how to switch foot. As I started learning surfing, you know, he he was learning to switch foot, and he never went back. So he went front side both ways, and you would never even notice it. Did, mm. No one even did. No one really ever did that. He was going left and right front side. The first time I ever met Spenny, it was the funniest. I was telling, like you said, tell your history, right? So I, I I'm a boogie boarder. Mm. I'm just starting to boogie board its and stuff, and, I, and I'm digging it, you know, because I, I was a jock at that time. It was high school. It was ju actually junior high, excuse me. And um, everybody, already guys who surf have already been surfing, you know, Spenny and all these guys. Guy Mitchell is who I'm hanging out with. And I'm at It Beach. And we, it was a hot hot day or whatever, and I come up on the top of the its, and we're up, I grab my little ratty bike, and uh, Guy Mitchell's grabbing his bike, and then here comes Spenny on his brand new, first guy to have a, one of those pipeline cruisers or whatever they were. <laughs> they were like a cruiser bike, the big comes flying up and just spits rocks right into me. <laughs> he, he just stands up and looks at me, and he looks at Guy and goes, who's your kook friend? <laughs> <laughs> I look at the guy and just went, okay, well, I know who Holding you your are. boogie board? Yeah, hold my boogie board. I, I get it, yeah, I get it. One day I'll surf, okay, but that was how I met Spencer. Oh, man. Kicked rocks on me with his bike and then looks at me up and down. He goes, oh, yeah, he goes, who's your kook? Perfect, though, because I was. I was like, who's your kook? He looks at Guy. I who's haven't been called a kook too much, man. I <laughs> but that was good stuff, and I, that's why I <laughs> I told Spenny, I go, you remember when you met me? He goes, I don't remember. He goes, yeah. I go, you kicked rocks on me called me a kook. I did. So you probably were one then. <laughs> it was funny. It was the raddest stuff. Like, oh, man. But Spenny, uh, Spenny had a way with girls at back then, too, because he had blonde hair. You know, he's just, he was just, you know, things changed. But I remember our fr we went to the prom together. It was Rick Tribble. Wow. Oh, wow. Spenny and me. And, and uh, Spenny's date was uh, Rita Collier. Oh, wow, Rita. Huh. Uh, Rick Tribble went with Diane Walker. I think it's Diane Heitman now. Wow. And then I went out with this girl, Carol Downey, who's, hmm. bless her heart, she passed away. But uh, Oh, and Rita, too. Yeah, and Rita. Yeah. But uh, I, there's a picture floating around somewhere, and it's all three of us. And I, Spenny's <laughs> hands are like this in the photo. It, it was taken at Vince's house, by the way. <laughs> Vince is all looked at. And look, Vince is in the background, like he's not in the picture, but I remember he's in the background. I was looking at Spinny. I go, I'm glad I'm not dating his daughter, his sister. <laughs> sister. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, it was a it, Rick Tribble. We all got heads of hair. I had this. I looked like Greg Brady. You know? Spinny oh has straight, man. but I remember his hands. Spinny's hands was like he's nervous, right? He took the picture. We're all smiling. His hands are like straight, like. The classic shot. You well, know? I remember when Matt Makuta started dating Rita, and I was like, "Man, that poor dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to deal with Vince." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I mean, Matt handled it hit good, well because Matt's did. a good guy. So yeah, no, Matt's like, a very nice guy. Yeah. So there's no way that you can do anything to Matt because there's no no fault in him. But yeah. I watched one time being with Vince when I first started hanging out with him when he went to after one of Rita's boyfriends for whatever reason and i happened to be in the car and i had to go because i was surfing with vince and it was like i'm thinking can you just drop me off over here i don't want to be part <laughs> it was like it was like a lynch mob going over to this guy who just peeled him out of there and just, it was a it was this house that was a where um the pacific school is now at the end of where that weird where the marriott popped up at the end of mission street mm -hmm. extension by right. the santa cruz mm -hmm. bikes it was this rundown little shack that they were anyway the poor guy i felt when i think back on it i felt just tore him out of the house. You're dating my sister. 
I don't think the guy did anything wrong. I don't even remember what he did wrong, but it was just like, yeah. It's like you in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, 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 what I do, what I do. And you got all these guys, you're not dating her. You know, it's like, I got five bucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All was, right. Yeah. Too I was, much. I tell Nat and these guys, you know, they're, they're speaking of stories. You know, I was telling me, you know, one day you're going to be, because I tell them all kinds of stories when we're going surfing. And I go, one day you're going to, be doing the same you know you're not going to be 25 and 30 and you, you know one day you're going to be 50 and, you, and you're going to be reflecting and hang out with some kid who's ripping and the guy and you're going to be telling him stuff and, mm-hmm. and it's right. important to pass it on yeah mm-hmm. tell the show tell your history tell the history and, and but we do the show yeah, yeah well and i think I we, like you said your favorite decade to me is one of the most incredible decades in this town. We had magazines. It's just amazing. We were the looking forward to premieres and stuff. Yeah, you waited and for them, and you waited for them yeah. to come out. No, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, when a video came out. Yeah, it'd, like be, it'd be interesting to ask those guys mm-hmm. when they're a little bit older. When you know, but it'll be cool because we'll go 2010 and you right. know, but 2000. It'll be you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But it's cool. Like the progression, everything's cool. Like. Yeah. You know, the town's getting crowded. You know, people are getting all hey, yo, These guys are coming over the hill. You know, so I'm just thinking it, it, there was a thing that went around in a newsletter. And um, and I'm thinking, man, we're not here to police anything. You know, we're, we're all in the same boat. Just like they say, you know, if people want to come over the hill, I get it because they're worried about the virus spreading and that. But if it's about the ocean part, you can't blame anybody. No. Right. You, you, can't, you really can't. No. Like, and it, it is what it is, you, you know. We, you know, we, we're not people are like we should be out there, t- you know, you know, being like enforcing, you know, the rules or let people like like no, we shouldn't. It's not our job to do that. Actually, it's the police or the lifeguards or the the uh, the uh, sheriff or something or the, the yeah. p- state lifeguards. Right. It's their job. That's not our job. Like right. if they want to be on a loudspeaker reminding people to stay away, because Richie was coming up to me, you know, Richie Kissinger and. <laughs> we got to practice social distancing even in the water. I go, Richie, come on, dude. Like, are we going to really be doing that? At well, Stockton Avenue, I'm going to stay yeah, 10 feet apart from you. That, well, There's only the 10 feet in the bowl. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like it's – It's not going to happen, Rich. I saw First Peak over the weekend, and there was like 30 people within like a 10-foot circle. You know? It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, the best you can do is just hope for the best here at that part, you know. And really, you know, I think Santa Cruz is doing a pretty good job overall keeping the virus down. And the, 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 the you, you think about how much viruses – you know, according to the count, two deaths, you know, no, any deaths bad, but, you know, it's pretty low. We're doing good. We're doing compared, really compared good. Compared to most places. We're doing really we'll good. We'll see in th- if there's a spike after we've been I seeing I think what's going to happen is it's going to get complacent, and then winter's mm-hmm. going to come, and yeah. you're going to see it. But, you know, at the end of the day, how do we, as humans, how do we get through all this? Like, yeah. it, it, we've had to do this Jeez. in times before. You do it as a community. You do it together. Yeah. Well, it's I, I know um, – my mom hasn't been out of her place in like five weeks. I can't. S- I can't visit my mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's well. She's in an assisted care facility yeah. In, yeah. in an apartment, but they literally she's not left. And I'm so thankful I have a boat in the harbor. You know, well, you get to go out in your boat. To fish, yeah. If anything really else, I'm gonna be in the boat because it's <laughs> yeah. But the zombies great. are gonna run around so here pretty soon, though. So everybody, be safe. Okay. That's right. Our guest tonight, I want to thank Mr. Anthony Rufo for coming uh, on the show. Is it over already? It's <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, hey, watch out. I just touched you, but Hey, uh, do we need to I talk need about to our sponsors? Yeah, if you want to catch a show uh, tomorrow, you can catch a show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio, or you can ask Alexa, and it's on Pandora. I want to thank the captain, John Ribeiro, from Coldwell Banker and Skipper of the Chardonnay. Thank you, John. I want to thank John for sponsoring the show. I want to thank Emily from Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery for sponsoring the show. 
You can get grab your beer, I think, to go there. Haven't you been doing that? I have not. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sean Rovay from Farmers Insurance. I want to thank Sean for Farmers Insurance for sponsoring the show. 462-322 for the new insurance questions. He's Woo. a good guy. I want to thank Fig from Surf City Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to pastrami there the other day. Really? had to pastrami mm-hmm. on Sunday. It was to die I for. Love you can get takeout food from Surf City Sandwich. I want to thank Brother Timmy from Pono. Brother yeah, Brother Timmy. Timmy. Oh, and Chillout Cafe. I want to thank Chillout Cafe. Where are they? Roll the fatties. Where they roll the fatties. <laughs> yep, and they will <laughs> soon be rolling them again. They'll soon be rolling right them again. Right across the street. Beach Nest Vacation Rentals. I want to thank Liz. That is uh, also, she's with Chillout. Liz with Beach Nest Vacation Rentals. If you wanted the perfect vacation pad, if you're going to come over here and take a vacation, rent a house from them. Beachnest.com. Yeah, good uh, H&H Fish. want to thank Hans, Hans and Heidi. Ooh, from yeah. want to thank Hans from H&H Fish. Curtis from People's Coffee. want to thank uh, mm-hmm. Listing Stack. want to thank Justin for Listing Stack, where you can get your custom media plugs. Numa from Aloha Island Grill. want to thank Numa. Uh, thank you, want to uh, thank Craig from The Wave Clock. He's got a new clock. came out just the tie clock. I'm going to go see him tomorrow and take a little video. It's with uh, Craig from The Wave Clock. Check him out at thewaveclock.com. The Kayak Connection. I want to thank Dave. I don't think you can get kayaks right now, but when everything's listed, go rent a board from – we'll go rent a Jeez. kayak from the Kayak go Connection. Go to that Moss Landing and hit the Elkhorn Slough. That Two is more. Seabright awesome. Daily. I want to thank Seabright Daily. <sighs> dude, I can't, I can't even go in that place, dude. It, it, Sandwiches are fine. You just can't – you can't not stop the eating. Yacht, I saw the Yacht Club. They posted one today, the Yacht Club. It was like – <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Jesus. I'm getting hungry. And I want to thank Jamie Jansen from Santa Cruz Core and Rehab, who's going to help me lose weight after the thing's over. Please, Jamie, because I, I need to lose some Good LDs. luck, Jamie. From Santa Cruz Core. Uh, I, hope once, I, hope H, I hope our yoga studio is open soon. Me too. I need yeah, to we got to lose some weight. I want to thank Santa Cruz Waves from uh, – I want to thank Tyler from Santa Cruz Waves for letting us do a uh, little Facebook Live. And I want to thank you – once again, I want to thank Miss Dan Roof. for coming on the show. And I want to thank you guys for having me. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Yeah, great to see you again. Ah, good plug. The boardroom. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you soon.